Alright, welcome back to chapter 19, Seizures and Syncope. That's what we're going to be covering today, Seizures and Syncope. It's a fairly short chapter. Okay, let's do our case study introduction. EMTs Anna Salinas and Lauren Dyer enter a residence for a report of a seizure to find a man in his early 30s who appears unresponsive and who has increased respirations with copious oral secretions. They can see that the patient is incontinent of urine. The patient's brother reports that the patient was playing a game of cards when he experienced a seizure falling out of his chair. What are the first priorities in the assessment and care of this patient? What additional information do the EMTs need about the seizure and the patient's history? Does this patient require transport to the hospital? Again, I encourage you to pause this video and write these questions down so that you can answer them as we go along. Alright, a seizure is a sudden onset of random continuing electrical impulses in the brain. A seizure is a sudden and temporary alteration in brain function caused by electrical discharges in the brain. There are typically changes in mental activity and behavior. Epilepsy is a common cause of seizures, and seizures also result from injuries or medical conditions. <laughs> Pathophysiology of seizures. They can be primary or unprovoked seizures, which occur from a genetic or unknown cause. Generalized seizures involve both hemispheres of the brain. Partial seizures involve one hemisphere. Which, are, which include simple partial seizures and complex partial seizures. Secondary or provoked seizures occur from an underlying cause, and there are several causes, and the seizures are usually generalized. Common causes of secondary seizures are high fever, noncompliance with seizure control medication, seizure disorders such as epilepsy, infection, poisoning, hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar, hyperglycemia, which is high blood sugar, traumatic brain injury, and shock. Hypoxia, stroke, drug or alcohol withdrawal, dysrhythmias, hypertension, which is high blood pressure, pregnancy complication, uh, which would be eclampsia, blood electrolyte imbalance, hyperthermia, and idiopathic, which means there's just an unknown cause. They don't know what it's called. Status epilepticus is a generalized motor seizure that lasts more than 30 minutes or seizures that occur consecutively without a period of responsiveness between them. This can be a life-threatening emergency. Types of seizures. Generalized seizures. Tonic-clonic seizure involved in the cerebral hemispheres and reticular activating system. Patients is, patient is not awake or aware. Uh, the generalized tonic-clonic seizure stages are aura, which is um, in the beginning they look off, like they're off in the space somewhere. Um, you can almost kind of tell that they're about to have a seizure, not responding to verbal or uh, verbal um, stimuli, you know, you're talking to them, they're not looking at you, stuff like that. And then there's a loss of consciousness, 
Tonic phase is muscle rigidity. Hypertonic phase. And then clonic phase, which would be convulsion. And then the postical state was where they're coming out of it. All right. Here we can see in figure A, aura, figure B, muscle rigidity, C, convulsions, and D would be the postical state. Generalized tonic-clonic seizure emergency medical care. If the seizure has stopped, provide reassurance and conduct an assessment. Follow protocol if the patient refuses treatment. Uh, status epilepticus is a life-threatening emergency. Okay, generalized seizures. Abstinence seizures, myoclonic seizures, tonic seizure, atonic, and febrile. Let's look at the notes. Right here in the notes, abstinence seizures, uh, which, is, which is once known as a petite mal seizure, is most common in children. However, an adult onset can occur. These seizures do not involve convulsion, convulsive activity, but instead they are characterized by a sudden cessation of conscious activity that involves a lack of vocalization and a blank stare, beginning and ending abruptly and lasting only 5 to 15 seconds. A myoclonic seizure involves sporadic brief jerks of muscle groups on both sides of the body. Some patients describe it as an electrical shock, as electrical shocks. If severe enough, the muscle jerk may cause the patient to drop an object or throw it. These seizures often occur during sleep or when the patient is just falling asleep. A tonic seizure is characterized by a sudden onset of greatly increased muscle tone in the bodies, arms, legs, causing sudden muscular rigidity. The tonic in the name refers to muscle tone. Tonic seizures most often occur during sleep and usually involve most of or the entire brain. Thus, the categorization as a generalized seizure and the involvement of muscle on both sides of the body. A tonic seizure results, excuse me, an atonic seizure results in the total loss of muscle tone, resulting in loss of muscle strength. The eyelids may droop. The head nods forward and the loss of muscle strength causes the person to suddenly drop to the ground. Because of this presentation, atonic seizures are frequently referred to as drop attacks or drop seizures. The person remains conscious and recovers almost immediately. A febrile seizure is defined as a seizure associated with a high fever without any evidence of intracranial infection or other definite cause of seizure. It was once thought that the sudden spike in temperature provoked the seizure. However, current research suggests that the magnitude and peak of the fever fever is more likely the cause and not the rate at which the fever develops. Febrile seizures are most common in children as young as three to six months and as old as five to six years of age. All right, partial seizures. Simple partial seizure involves abnormal movements of one area of the body. 
The patient is awake and aware, and the seizure may spread and generalize. Um, simple partial pre, uh, seizure presentations, mo uh, motor seizures, sensory seizures, autonomic seizures, and psychic seizures. Emergency medical care, if recurring and less than five minutes, no treatment may be needed. Let's see if we can look at these uh, notes right here. All right, motor seizures. The patient has a jerking or stiffening of one only one part of the body and only one side of the body. The abnormal motor activity may spread to other areas of the body on the same side. Sensory seizure. The patient's senses may be affected by the simple partial seizure. The patient may smell or taste something. Hear abnormal sounds such as ringing, clicking, or someone's voice. Feel pain, tingling, or numbness. Feel as if they are floating in space or spinning. And they may have visual hallucinations or have illusions. Autonomic seizures. <clears throat> there will be a change in the autonomic function of the patient's body. These signs or symptoms commonly include strange or unpleasant sens sensations in the stomach, head, or chest. Change in the heart rate. Change in the respiratory rate. Or goosebumps. Psychic seizure. The psych uh, psychic signs and symptoms are... Changes in how the patient thinks, feels, or experiences things. The patient may present with memory disturbances, garbled speech, trouble understanding, difficulty speaking, fear, depression, happiness for no reason, deja vu, they feel as if they've been through this before, or jamas vu, uh, they think they have never had this experience before, even though it is very familiar, is a very familiar setting the patient has often experienced. All right. Complex partial seizures. The patient remains awake but is not aware. Starts with a blank stare followed by random movements. May repeat words or phrases and does not respond to commands. Emergency medical care is needed. Secondarily, generalized seizures involve the entire body. Typical phases of a generalized tonic-clonic seizure. So you're going to see the same thing as a tonic-clonic seizure. Click on a description that best characterizes a simple partial seizure. Okay, if we click C. Click on the description that best characterizes a simple partial seizure. If we click D, click on the description that best characterizes a simple partial seizure. If we click A, we are correct. A simple partial seizure is located to one area of the body, usually presenting as jerky muscle movements in an extremity, although simple partial seizures can spread and become generalized. Scene size up for seizures. Look for evidence of trauma, poisoning, or medical conditions. The patient may be post-stickle. If the patient is actively seizing, move objects away from him. This is so they don't injure themselves. Seizure activity may precede a cardiac arrest. Okay, 
EMTs moving the furniture. During your primary assessment, assess the airway, the breathing, and oxygenation. Assess the circulation and then transport priority. So you need to make the decision whether you need to transport or not. Clear the airway of secretions, blood, and vomitus. We're going to use a rigid catheter and a suction device. Transport priority circumstances. The patient remains unresponsive. Airway breathing or circulation is poor. Status epilepticus. Remember that's a seizure for greater than 30 minutes. History of pregnancy, diabetes, or injury. Seizure occurred in water such as a swimming pool or lake. There's evidence of head trauma leading to the seizure. There's no history of epilepsy or other seizure disorder. The seizure is a result of drug or alcohol withdrawal. Your secondary assessment. Assess the head for signs of trauma. There may be weakness or paralysis on one side. Assess the extremities for signs of trauma. Assess your vital signs. Apply oxygen if the SpO2 is less than 94%. Assess the blood glucose level. Consider the need for ALS. And obtain a history including medications. Obtain a thorough history for the hospital staff so that you can give a good report when you get there and when you call and report. All right. Medications commonly used in the treatment of epilepsy. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce some of these names. You can look at them. Um, go over some of the ones that may be more um, common that you may have heard, like clo clobazam or clonazepam, diazepam, um, lorazepam. I'm sure all these other medications are prescribed, but uh, if you look at diazepam, uh, you see it says Valium on there, um, lorazepam, Ativan, I'm sure you've heard of Ativan before, um, see if anything's, uh, Topamax, or just Toparamate, Toparamate is the um, medicine name. Um, which is Topamax. Okay, some of these I haven't heard of, so I was just kind of going over the ones I'm more familiar with. Okay, secondary assessment signs and symptoms may include aura, loss of consciousness, convulsions, biting the tongue, and excessive saliva. Urinary or bowel incontinence, hyperventilation, and tachycardia and post-stickle confusion. Emergency medical care, protect the patient from injury, position the patient in the lateral recumbent, postical patients, and consider the need for spine motion restriction if the patient hit their head or has a spinal injury. Maintain the patient's airway, insert a nasopharyngeal airway if needed. Notice they said an NPA and not an OPA because um, the patient could be uh, clenched or they could go to biting down on that. Use suction as needed, begin positive pressure ventilation if needed, maintain adequate oxygenation and transport. In your reassessment, be prepared to manage additional seizures and consider the need for ALS for pre-hospital medications used to stop seizures. As, as an EMT basic, we, we're not given any meds to stop seizures. We will need ALS for that.
Okay, the summary, assessment, and care for seizures. Um, we'll go through this again, but it's something you need to look over in this PowerPoint. Establish or maintain an open airway. Insert an NPA um, if the seizing patient is unresponsive or has been actively seizing for greater than five minutes. Insert an NPA immediately if the patient is seizing from an etiology other than an epilepsy or other known seizure disorder. Suction secretions as necessary. Not necessary. People who type these PowerPoints don't know what they're doing. If the patient is actively seizing or if breathing is inadequate in the postictal phase, provide positive pressure ventilation with supplemental oxygen at a rate of 10 to 12 ventilations a minute for an adult and 12 to 20 ventilations a minute for an infant or child. Ventilations may be difficult to deliver because of resistance related to convulsions. If breathing is adequate, administer oxygen to maintain the SpO2 of 94% or greater. Place the patient in a lateral recumbent position. Consider advanced life support backup if the patient continues to actively seize, um, especially beyond five minutes or has two or more seizures without a period of consciousness between them. Transport and then perform a reassessment every five minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Syncope is a sudden temporary loss of consciousness. It occurs from interruption of the cerebral perfusion. A, it is a common cause in increased parasympathetic influence and bystanders may mistake, may mistake syncope as a seizure. Here's a differentiation, differentiation uh, between seizures and syncope. So you can look, syncope on the left, seizure on the right. Um, learn this, know the difference. Um, conduct your primary and secondary assessments. Keep the patient supine on their back. Consider serious underlying causes and encourage transport. Assess the head for any signs of trauma. Okay, case study conclusion. Anna and Lauren turn the patient, Dan, onto his left side, and Anna suctions his airway. Dan has, is responsive to painful stimuli and has adequate breathing. His skin is warm and moist and there is no cyanosis, as SpO2 is at 99%. The seizure lasts about, lasted about two minutes. Its description is consistent with the tonic-clonic seizure and looked like other seizures uh, Dan has had in the past. There is no evidence of injury to the head, trunk, or extremities, though it does appear that Dan may have bitten his tongue. Dan has a history of seizures for which he takes the medication carbamazepine. Carbamazepine, carbamazepine. So that's a that's a hard um, it's a hard name to pronounce. If you hear like a horse running through my house in the background, that's because my dog is chasing a cat. So I apologize for that, but I can't really chain them down. So uh, a quick check of the prescription bottle shows that Dan may have missed several doses since the prescription was filled two weeks ago. So it's common that people don't like to take their medications, but Dan has become responsive to verbal stimuli, but because his mental status remains altered and he has not been compliant with his medication, Anna and Lauren recognize that he should be transported. En route to the hospital, Dan becomes more responsive but remains sleepy. The EMTs turn his care over to the ED staff for the complete report. Okay, our summary of this lesson. Seizures result from abnormal electrical impulses in the brain, which can manifest in a variety of ways. Seizures may be generalized or partial. 
Status epilepticus is a life-threatening emergency. Syncope results from a temporary interruption in the brain perfusion. Syncope may be benign but can have serious underlying causes. Alright, we'll see you next time.